Welcome and thank you for listening to Technology Simplified, tech talk everyone can understand. I am your host, Will Slappy, and today I am joined by our special guest, James Webb. James is the Director of Cybersecurity and Technology at Vala Secure. He has been in IT for over 20 years and holds a master's in cybersecurity from the University of South Florida. As a business owner myself, I know cybersecurity is always a top concern. From phishing attacks to social engineering, there's a lot to be worried about. There are just so many different methods cyber criminals use to get access to your secure information, and James has seen it all. So to get us started here today, James, what are some of the craziest things you have seen and done in your career? Well, to kind of start this out, the, the best part of my job is the red team event. Uh, during the red teams, that's when we actually get to be criminal. And I know when you say red team, people think, oh, it's guys sitting in a closet or sitting in a basement and all they're doing is they're trying to hack your information. And that's not true. Uh, we're out there trying to get information from your people. We're trying to steal your equipment. I mean, depending on how far you want it to go, we'll, we'll break a door. If we want the information, we're going to get it. A criminal to criminal, right? That's how you have to look at hackers or any other type of uh, information stealers that are out there. If they want their stuff, they want your information, they're going to get it. And it's nothing there, you know, there's nothing you can do to stop. Um, right. Some so of the crazy, James, yeah. if a client comes to you mm-hmm. on Red Team, just so our listeners understand what that means. So a client right. comes to you uh, and Bala Secure and says, hey, James, um, you know, I want you to do a Red Team event. And so that means that they've hired you to be uh, an ethical criminal, right? Mm-hmm. You're all here by half pretending to be a criminal. And then now you are literally, like you said, potentially knocking doors down mm-hmm. to see if their security holds up or not. Is that, am I saying that right? That's 100% correct. Yes. If I can steal a badge from one of your employees, I will steal a badge from one of your employees. Um, like I said, we we have everything laid out so you understand. You know, we're not going to do anything crazy, not call it bodily harm and things like that. But we will go to, you know, we will do the best we can to social engineer your personnel and get their information by stealing their RFID tag um, and using, you know, technology and equipment against them that we can, uh, you know, like I said, steal RFID information. So have you ever stole in. someone's badge? Yeah. So tell me about that. Um, so there was an event going on where uh, it was it was badged entry. So you had to have a badge to get in. There was no event or buts about it. And only one per only one area made the badges, and you had to be pretty much on the list to to get the badge. Um, so it's actually really easy. You just follow these guys or girls around to uh, restaurants and so on and so forth. Uh, a lot of people don't think about it, and they leave the badge hanging somewhere on their body. Well, bump into them. Just take the badge. Uh, I've seen people leave badges with their phone sitting on a table when they get up to throw their trash away. People don't think that someone's going to be after a badge or any type of uh, equipment that's going to be laying around like that. So you just follow, start a conversation with them too as well. Anything you do to get their mind off of, um, you know, concentrating on where their equipment is or their badges, it's the best way to do it. You can just sometimes just do it right in front of them. They won't even know. Yeah. So, so after you stole the badge, then what was next? Um, so after I took the badge, well, we had to go back and do some manipulation to get, you know, our face on there, um, which isn't as hard as you think it would be because most people, you just kind of show the badge and they let you in. So if you can get a picture over the top of their picture and maybe some laminate to make it smooth, 
because uh, they usually don't touch the badge or rub the badge. And you show them the badge, they just look at your picture and they let you right through. Gotcha. So y'all, yep. y'all manipulate the badge, got your picture on there. Sounds like you got in past security. Yes, got in past security uh, and actually dropped off an evil twin. Uh, so I was actually able to go in and uh, it's, a, it's a wireless router. Um, so you you find out because you can pretty much get a Wi-Fi signal from right outside uh, the area, a gate, wherever you can pull up the Wi-Fi, especially if you have a direct, directional antenna. So you get the name or even if it's just a... Um, uh, hidden Sid, you can still find the information you need. So we created an evil twin. We went in and it was actually really easy. No one paid attention to me. I just walked over and plugged it in and set it on a desk next to the uh, coffee pot. And um, then we went through their router and uh, we used a Wi-Fi pineapple. We kicked everybody off of their Wi-Fi and shut it down and they all had to re-authenticate to the evil twin. So then we were just capturing data left and right. Uh, gotcha. We did get, yeah, we did get bank information and things like that. You'd be amazed at what people look at. Now, we didn't, you know, we're not going to use that against you. We just wanted to prove the point that, hey, uh, but we did get a lot of business information, actually some uh, intellectual property we were able to get. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're able to, uh, to, to, to do that. Well, what's another, uh, have you ever stolen anything? You've kind of mentioned this criminal <laughs> piece before. Have you ever stolen anything at a red team event? Oh, yeah. Um, so we actually had a client that uh, we showed up. We told them that we were from Dell. Uh, they let us right into their server room. Um, and there were some computers in there. So we actually picked up a computer and just walked right out and told them, hey, we're going to take this and we'll be right back. Took it, put it in our car and went right back in and started doing more. So wow. very easy. Yeah. Then we used that, uh, we used that same equipment after we copied the hard drive to get into another building. Uh, we said we had equipment to deliver and it was already marked with their stuff, though. So they let us right in. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, what's the purpose of this? Why would, why would a business want to have a red team event? So everybody gets their technology tested. You know, technology is great. Everybody knows that, but who's actually testing your, your policies and procedures? You know, what happens after an event? Are you testing your IT people to say, yeah, we're going in and we're cleaning this up? Do they know what they're doing? Because if you can get in and you can drop some malware or anything in there and they don't clean that up properly or uh, disconnect the system, then you're con- you, you have a constant end. So you, your organization's wide open. Right. Yeah, everybody everybody thinks about, yeah, I'm, um, the inbound type of stuff. People yep. think you're a firewall and whatnot and, uh, and not necessarily thinking that the guy in the uniform that's coming in um, might be, uh, might not, might not supposed to be there. So, exactly. um, hey, just for our listeners, just so everybody knows, I mean, what James and his team does is 100% legal. They have the full consent of the business. They're actually getting paid to do this work. So, um, it uh, is is all up and up. Um, but they're trying to replicate and simulate what a criminal would do right. to test and see, um, uh, you know, whether or not be it would be successful. Uh, so just so everybody's kind of aware out there. So, so James, let me turn the conversation here a little bit. Um. And what are the sort of trends that you've seen lately that that we should be aware of? Anything, you know, on the horizon, you know, cyber crime wise, things changing that you would, you know, want our listeners to to be aware of in there? Yeah, I, I think uh, the the initial one that everybody thinks about is social engineering. Um, and when you say social engineering, a lot of people go straight to email. I'm getting the spam email. That, that's no, it, that includes it. But social engineering is just a whole gambit of trying to get in or get information from anybody. You'd be amazed at what people will tell you. Because they don't, you know, people have 
people think that, uh, you know, other people are inherently good, right? Everybody's like, oh, you know, he probably gets asked the question. He's curious, but really I'm trying to get information out of you. And that's kind of one of the big things you got to watch out for. Um, and that also leading to, um, you know, third party. So nowadays you got a lot of organizations that are hiring um, contractors and things and letting them use their own equipment, so on and so forth. Or they've got another organization that does stuff for them uh, down that may not be as secure. So if I'm able to break into, uh, we'll just say Bill's computer and Bill works for some little company and his computer is connected into where he can get into your stuff and he's got account credentials and all that. I steal his information and I just use his box and I pivot and I can get into the larger organization's uh, information technology and steal all their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so what is like, you know, practically speaking, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm a, an average employee, you know, what can I do to help prevent myself from being socially engineered? I'd be cognizant. I mean, it's you, you can't trust everyone. Don't click on, don't click on the link. Don't just, don't sit down and have a conversation about what you do in an organization with someone you just met. Even if you've known them for a little bit, they could still be trying to work their way in. Um, just be cautious on what you tell them. Uh, a lot of people use passwords and usernames with um, pet, animal, kid, you know, things of that nature. And once you kind of get that information, hey, oh, you've got three kids or what are their names? You know, that's potentially you're using all three kids' names. You're throwing some special characters in there, but you can run that against the rainbow table, which everybody needs to understand. Rainbow tables are up to about 20 to 25 characters now. So and a rainbow table is used for brute force attacks. So even if your password is very long, it can still be, if it's got the time, right. it can still be busted. So be, yeah. just be cautious on on who you're telling your information to is what I think. Yeah. And Especially even choosing your passwords, right? On the other yeah. side, oh, yeah. like, don't, don't use the, don't, don't use what city you live in. Don't use your kids' names. Don't use your mm-hmm. birthday. Don't use, you know, your phone number, somebody else's phone number or whatever, you know, as, uh, as a part of, um, as a part of a, of a password, because, mm-hmm. um, it could, you know, um, somebody could find that information about, about you online or whatnot. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you, you, even if you have, like you said, like, if, you know, a, a 16, 20, um, character password, but if they narrow it down to a group of mm-hmm. seven words that had special characters in there and no one would ever use an exclamation point in a password. No, so that's probably never. Very <laughs> tough. Uh, or an hack symbol. Yeah. You know, those really throw people off. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, uh, you know, good, good to keep in mind. Uh, on, this, to- I'm sorry. on top of that, I, I kind of wanted to bring out, uh, you know, be really cautious on social media. Cause you can, you can post a lot of things on there that can give me ideas on, you know, what's your password. I can find out where you work. You can get a lot of information just off social media. And then I can start trying to fish you by using that information. So. Right. Or like I heard the other day, fishing other people, like, Mm -hmm. you know, they find out that you're at a conference or something. And then now they are, you know, uh, reaching out to a coworker and says, Hey, I'm at such and such conference. And can you help me? And buy, can you go buy some gift cards or something like that for me? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they're doing. That they use that information about what you're doing with somebody other than you, but they assume, Oh, well that's them. Like the, that they put it in the context. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there any area of an organization that you see as more vulnerable than others? You know, so, something to watch to have from a business perspective. What? I, I would always say the people. 
your your people are going to be your weakest link. Um, that and any and any type of myth configuration. You know, people aren't perfect, so there are going to be myth configurations. So, I would say check your check your equipment and make sure all your configurations are right. And you know, train your people, get your people to know you know what's out there and what can happen. And you know, always stay up on your policies and procedures and get those checked by a third party. You know. That way they can read through and make sure that, you know, everything's in there is correct and, you know, keeping you safe as an organization. Right, right. What what percentage of compromises are uh, kind of break that, you know, you use a person as a part of their strategy, do you think? Uh, so actually, I just heard today that 96% of the new emerging threats are coming through with social engineering. Wow. Now, wow. technology has gotten very advanced. So people, as I said, yeah, that's a that's a critical target point of like, hey, if I can trick somebody into giving me information or getting into their account or information about the business, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, it uh, uh, it, it seems like a, a obviously it's the number one target area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good to know. Uh, so if a business owner wanted to, you know, really prioritize security, you know, maybe they they they're already hearing something here or already kind of having that on the list. What advice would you give them about how to best go go about, you know, prioritizing security for their organization? Well, I mean, first you you have to identify all your critical assets. You know, but a lot of people and I, some people might say this is number two, but I'm going to put this right there with number one. You have to have your uh, management buy-in on what you're doing. If your management doesn't support the fact that you're trying to create a safe cybersecurity environment, lower your tax surface, then you're not going to get very far. So once you got their buy-in, start going through all the assets and, and find what's critical to your organization, what you need to keep safe. And then from there, um, I guess you could just kind of go through your your risk management step and make sure that you know all, all your risks are or either transferred or, or mitigated at some point uh, to help yeah. protect yourself. Yeah, yeah, I think you're dead on, James, too, because you know I've heard I've heard plenty of people talk about well, the two factor authentication takes longer. It's a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. I don't like the longer password, et cetera, et cetera. And you really have to have that buy in, um, because otherwise, you know, um, if you won't do the things that you need to do. Um, and you got to kind of get over that hump to realize, hey, it's worth taking the extra ten seconds on two factor. Uh, than it is the hours and potential money loss of, you know, if you get compromised. Exactly. Uh, so, James, last question here for you, kind of go back to where we started. Um, I know you're always up in your game, taking it to the next level. So what is the next, you know, intense, you know, red team or or something type of test uh, that you, you've got in your sights that you want to do, that you want to try next to push the envelope, but maybe you haven't gotten the chance to do that yet? What's What's that next thing? Uh, I, I definitely think it would be a, a, a real good red team event. Um, the, we, we, we've done a couple here so far and they've been great. Um, but I really, you know, you learn a lot more as you do them. And uh, I'm, I'm just aching to do another one to, to really test the policies and procedures and the IT staff of an organization. And of course the people, because it's always good to, you know, to have someone say you can't come in or, or if, even better if they let you in, though. So, right. Yeah, so what would be like that next thing? Because you've stolen a computer so far. Mm-hmm. You faked a badge. Like, what's the what's the thing you haven't done yet that you that you want to you want to do on that next red team event? I would like to turn a server off, I, um, either physically or you know, virtually or you know through the network. Just kind of turn it off. Just 
something a little important, you know, maybe an email server, just make them think, uh-oh, you know, <laughs> something we could turn right back on, but that'd definitely wake you up. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you seen that reaction from the Redmi or what has been the reaction? You know, after you do a red team event and you come back and show them the findings, um, are they are they surprised? Are they uh, expect it? What, what's the average sort of response after a red team event from from those business uh, decision well, makers? I actually got a response um, during the red team when they actually figured out it was towards the end that we had breached their uh, their information. Um, I was told by the uh, the person that had hired us because she didn't tell her IT team that if she wouldn't have known we were doing this, she'd be throwing up. So I thought that was pretty impressive for someone to say. Um, you know, it makes yeah. you stick to your stomach when you realize someone's been in your system and who knows what they have. Yeah. Yeah. Just glad that it was you guys and mm-hmm. not somebody with some ill intent. So exactly. Well, hey, that's a great note to end on. Thank you, James, for joining us today. Uh, I, as always, learned a lot and I know uh, our listeners did too. Um, hopefully, uh, you were able to ease some anxiety by giving the listeners uh, some tools to help fight cybercrime and by sharing. Uh, what to be on the lookout for. Uh, If you have any questions for our listeners out there about the discussion today, please reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you more about it. Uh, And as always, please follow Technology Simplified Tech Talk Everyone Can Understand to stay up to date on all the latest news, free of jargon, undefined acronyms. Have a great day, everyone.